Welcome to Between Two Barrels Podcast, live from Legend Studios. Between Two Barrels is a weekly podcast highlighting some of the legends across the state of Tennessee. From Dolly Parton to the elusive Tennessee Wildman, from our head distiller to our legendary products and employees. This podcast will discuss spirits of all kinds here in Tennessee Legend Distillery. From country stars and cryptids to everything in between, we will talk about the life in a Tennessee distillery. What's up, Legends? Welcome back to another episode of Between Two Barrels Podcast. I'm your host, Opie, joined by, back in the studio, Below. What's up, man? Glad to be back. Glad to be back in studio. Glad to actually be sitting here in the rocking chair. Mm-hmm. My, my comfy spot for doing these shows, uh, mm-hmm. of course, um, as you mentioned, Opie was on the road to Nashville, to our location out there, had a, a special event for the distillery this past Sunday evening. How'd it uh, go? It was actually a really, really good show, or not show, but event. Uh, there was a show there, um, a, a definitely known country music star uh, performed at the event. Okay. Um, like I said, I can't get into too many details. Like I said, Understood. it was a private function, stuff like that. You know, they don't want a whole lot of information coming yeah. out about it and stuff like that. But uh, it was at the Music City Walk of Fame. And we got to meet the uh, the heads of several uh, utility companies from oh, across cool. the country. Uh, made some really good contacts and stuff like that. Uh, we actually had some folks going on to kegandbottle.com during the event. On to be able site. To buy, on site to be able to buy some of our products and pretty much have at their homes or, or places of business once they got back in the office or got back home. So yeah, it was definitely a, a, a great time for that. Um, had a really good episode uh, recorded for Cocky Top uh, mm-hmm. while on you know I was there in in Nashville. Uh, we had got into town just off the heels of Georgia coming in and playing mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, and one of the only two teams that had played Georgia uh, uh, that close really. Um, and of course, we covered all of that stuff on yeah. the on the Cocky Top podcast. But a um, little disappointed. Also during the trip, mm-hmm. just in the fact that one of the other reasons that we did go out to Nashville um, over the last few days didn't quite pan out, and and uh, you know just always curious as to the reasoning why, uh, especially whenever there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of communication um, at this point. But it is what it is, you know. My duck mentality, just you know, let it roll off <laughs> as soon as I can. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely glad to be back in-house, back in the studio, back here. 
a staggering and astonishing 15 feet above uh, floor level here at the Winfield Dunn Parkway, or more affectionately known as 66. 66. Uh, but yeah, we are back to our spooky series, mm-hmm. as it were, uh, here between two barrels for the entire month of October. And in this episode, we are going to be looking at Utlunta, or Spearfinger, mm-hmm. which is a cryptid out of Cherokee Indian lore. And we, we somewhat touched base on Spearfinger uh, in an early episode. Yeah, whenever uh, we were when just we talk talking about Cherokee, about Cherokee legends. legends. Yeah, yeah. so we did touch base, but we're going to dive a little more in-depth on this cryptid. I think it's interesting that uh, one uh, generation or one religion or one nationality, whatever, calls lore, like their right. lore, others call cryptids. Uh, For yes. instance, we call there are a lot of uh, creatures in the cryptid world, uh, in like the Asian continent and all that, that those communities would be like, no, they're just part of our history. Right. They did exist. Right. You know, like dragons. Yeah. Um, sea creatures, stuff like that. We call like we may call cryptids because they're not part of our lineage. But this right. is, you know. The Cherokee would have just been like, it's not a cryptid. Right, this isn't a, a mythical it's being. It's a spirit, this is, it's yeah, real. Part of our, yeah. This is part of our culture, man. So I think it's really interesting how um, many of what America calls cryptids, right. a lot of other cultures would just call lore and yeah. real and ancient. And, but, and then on the other hand, we also have uh, one that we recently discussed in in detail <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, and of course going back to the Tennessee Wildman mm-hmm. one of our previous episodes Sasquatch mm-hmm. Yeti uh, I forgot what uh, cousin Timmy said that the Cherokee, the Cherokee word column. Uh, word for yeah I forgot that uh, uh, Sasquatch was but this is one that that is is universal Predates us yeah <laughs> across across all yeah uh, but yeah no I know exactly what you're saying and and understand as far as the reference to mm. you know the the dragons or mm. or those different the serpents uh, great serpents yeah, that the type great of serpents, stuff the the Asian no wing dragons that are like snakes but they right. have like beards and stuff but um, in in then even that I mean dipping over into the to the nerd culture a mm-hmm. little bit Kuku Khan Kuku Khan yeah serpent god king yes. so yeah I mean definitely expands yeah. It's wild what different cultures call real and lore, others call cryptids. Yeah. Well, diving into this particular uh, lore entity for, entity for Cherokee, uh, for the Cherokee, uh, Spearfinger or Utlunta, is a monster and witch in Cherokee legend said to live along the eastern side of Tennessee and western part of North Carolina. Utlunta is Cherokee for the one with the pointed spear. And that comes from basically her right forefinger resembles a spear or obsidian knife which she uses to cut her victims. Mm. Yeah, Her mouth is stained with blood from the livers she has eaten. And she is also known as Nunyunyui 
which also means stone dress for her stone-like skin. Wow. Isn't there one of the, the mutant characters? I know that there is a comic book. Uh, the comic book Pit has uh-huh. kind of like a, a... I mean, it seems like this because the Pit character had yeah. a, a large spiked appendage off yeah. the end of what was a like a fist-type yeah. structure, and he had really like almost stone-like skin. So I wonder if this was a... A, a basis. A basis uh, for that, but... If there are any other mutants that that happen to be existing mm. or or whatever that exists in the in the world of or how many other potential comic book characters or or are based mutants off of are based off of stuff. these different types of of lore like is that where some of this stuff may have come from Oh I would not be shocked at all Continue on. Often she clutches her right hand tightly because she is hiding her heart and her only weak spot, which is her right palm. Her heart's in her right palm. Where her, the blade yeah. is. So yes. she accidentally <laughs> cut right. her own heart. <laughs> Oof. Right. And yes, to have your weapon and your weak point in the same... Like... Mm. That... And stone-like skin, so it's completely encompassing what her weak spot would be. But her weak spot also, like I said, her is, right is, index finger is protected by a massive, yeah, blade. Basically, blade. spear finger being made of stone sounds like thunder when she walks, crushing rocks into the ground when she steps on them. Her voice echoes down the mountains to the Cherokee villages and scares the birds of the forest away which the people have traditionally seen as a warning sign. So she's part banshee, part her voice. I wonder if it's a if it is a squeal like a banshee. Right? I mean if if you hear something in the middle of the day or night just Oh. I'm locking the doors. And that's coming down like the echoing down in the valleys and stuff like that going through here. I mean, it's like a the the scene where you you see the cameras pointing up through the the canopy uh-huh. in the forest, and you hear this like Ungodly, blood curdling sound, curdling and you see sound. the birds just yeah. start flying off. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's that really sets a tone for for <laughs> an image because um, I'm <clears throat> I hear something in the woods, no matter how big or small the woods. Are that is anything other than a sound I've already categorized in my mind. Something known, a known, yeah. Like I know what coyotes sound like, wolves sound like, raccoons. You know, you're basic. It, but if I hear anything outside of those categories, I'm like, well, we're done. I'm gone. That, Bye. That's See it. Locking um, the doors, getting out of here. Funny you mentioned that. Um, Most people would go, "Let's go see it." Right. <laughs> And, and I kind of fall into that category to an extent, uh, but the wife and I were sitting at the house last night after I had gotten back into town and had a fire going. Mm-hmm. And you could hear some coyotes off in the distance. And while, yes, she is from Iowa, she does know outside, you know, she's not uh, uh, unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. you know, what it takes to... to to take down and and dress and everything for a deer you know field dress and and do everything that's associated with the processing and all that stuff 
but she's not familiar with Tennessee rural. Okay. Um, you know, Iowa, you've got open plains, miles and miles, cornfields, soy fields, stuff like that, and only little groupings of trees in yeah. different places. Um, whereas here, mm. <laughs> woods everywhere. everywhere. I mean, you you might be able to see across a, ho- a holler a little bit, but you're still looking straight into woods and, mm-hmm. you know, you no telling. Don't know what's looking back. Um, but uh, she's found on TikTok, gotten into a couple of different, because uh, it is this time of year, you know, the algorithm is throwing a little bit more, oh, things you may never have seen, mm-hmm. photos you should never see. Uh, or photo the government doesn't want to Audios that you don't want to yeah. hear, stuff like that. And, and there's this one guy that talks about... Um, if you live in Appalachia and you hear someone hear your or say your name, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> Turn around and go inside. Skinwalker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that's something that came up in conversation last night between us, and and I didn't want to take it any further because she's like, I, I don't know why I thought of that, and I don't want that in my mind right now because yeah. we're sitting out here and I can hear coyotes off in the distance. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and that might be, you know, something that we can cover on oh, a different yeah. episode. There's a lot of skinwalker lore around here. For sure. Um, but getting back to Spearfinger or Utlunta, um, it is believed that she enjoys walking the trail that joins Chilhowee Mountain to the nearby Little Tennessee River and is said to have also walked throughout the mountain range around streams and through shadowy Nantahala River passes. Ooh. And the Cherokee say her favorite home is Whiteside, which is a thunder mountain. I have been whitewater rafting on the Nantahala before. Hmm. I've not seen anything. Right. Uh, except really big white cap. <laughs> Right, rapids. You're focusing on that <laughs> I'm stuff focusing and on not falling you, off. You this should. Thing. <laughs> you're focusing on trying to stay inside the raft and not yeah. and not drown. Exactly. All the while, you could have Spearfinger, you know, us the entire time cruising along down the mountain pass with her obsidian knife or obsidian Spearfinger. Fishing for Spearfinger is is just a just poke. poke. Yep, just, just a poke. poke. And you may have seen her dancing in clouds as she sings her favorite song with her raven friend, which goes, Uwe la nasiki, su se na, liver I eat it, su se sa, uwe lu natsuki, su se sa. So she's singing about... She's just singing about eating livers. Eating livers. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Now let's get into actual powers because apparently okay. she has some powers besides a spear for a finger she shapeshifts she, so Everything she's a skinwalker uh spear for a finger stone like skin and she shapeshifts I, why would she not have been considered then you know the, the the yeah and a siren and a siren a banshee a siren yeah like she's got she's everything whew, Besides a spear for her finger, she shapeshifts into family members of her child victims. Once she makes herself a part of her victim's world, she lacks the ability to change her form while still in anyone else's sight. Spearfinger often disguises herself in the form of a harmless old lady, as in the story of Utlunta, yeah. Spearfinger, that we, we covered earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And since she is made from stone, arrows cannot pierce her skin. 
They shatter when they hit her. Also, she can pick up boulders effortlessly, stack them, break them, and morph them together. So she's a stonebender. This might be the ult ultimate cryptid out there. Like if we were to do like a cryptid battle royal. <laughs> like Super Smash style. Right. Stonefinger, or Spearfinger might be the one to beat. Right. I mean, if you broke it down and took into account all of their abilities and everything else, that might be something to do for, for next year. Uh, next October, uh, we'll, we'll have October the... October Madness. Yep, the October Madness, the Cryptid Battle Royale. Battle Royale. All right. Getting into a little bit more depth um, in terms of you know her stone structure... Uh, once Spearfinger undertook a great rock bridge through the air from Nunyu Tlugunyi, or the Tree Rock, on Hawassi. The Hawassi River? Yep. Which is uh, Whiteside Mountain located on the Blue Ridge. This structure initiated the higher beings because it came too close to their upper world. Higher beings saw her effort as arrogant, like man's Bible story of Babel. So they struck it with lightning. And in the 19th century, Cherokee pointed out the location where they claim the ruins of Spearfinger's tree rock remain even today. They named the area alongside the mountain Hawassi and Valley Nantahela, the site of the remains of Blunt County called Utluntri, which means the Spearfinger place. So apparently you can still go see where, where she was cursed, basically, I guess. Yeah. Also, looking up here on uh, the tube, it looks like there's a few videos that you can find. Uh, even a, a local Channel 6 news story about sightings of Spearfinger and the legend of Spearfinger. Wow. And there's even a team, the Mountain Man, on YouTube who have been chasing this creature. I, why? Like, okay, I could get and I can understand Sasquatch. Like, yeah, it's a more seemingly physically imposing figure, but it's flesh and blood. And and it's not just one, of course. We know that they, you know, talking with Timmy, that mm -hmm. that it's it's more likely and, and feasible that, that they're a, you know, a tribe. Yes. You know, they procreate and stuff like that they're, yeah, they're just they're, a race of creatures yeah this is on a completely different level i mean this is like saying you're actively wanting to go out and find a skinwalker or yeah, like, or you don't hunt spear you know finger. spear finger hunts you right you <laughs> you know actively wanting to go out and find a wendigo no thank you you know what i mean i mean i, I could take one down they hate fire. I mean, Sam and Dean taught me that. I'd be fine. Right. <laughs> They're just the, really the, fast. The, what should have been the defense against the dark arts teachers all along? Sam and Dean Winchester. Now, uh, well, as any sort of, of evil entity knows that they've got an enemy in, in you know, paranormal hunters, mm -hmm. investigators, uh, in, in fiction, Sam and Dean Winchester, uh, the... Mystery Inc. You know, mm -hmm. All of these different people. Uh, Spearfinger, of course, is no different. Uh, she does have an enemy in Stone Man. So there is apparently a another legend uh, on the mountain that is called Nunyunwu. Or, sorry. Nunyunui. 
Stone Man. When Stone Man and Spearfinger pass each other, they sense their relation. Cherokee legend says the stone beings know that they are enemies because they hunt the same food. Livers. Spearfinger acknowledged the other figure is a man because he sings his song about livers in a lower voice that shakes the ground. So they're both singing the same song about livers. Different, uh, but different, it, registers. different registers. One's a bass, one's a soprano. And instead of needing to lift stones to build, Stone Man possesses stronger powers than Spearfinger. He simply uses his staff to create bridges to other mountains. Like land bridges? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's going from mountain to mountain. He's he's the the Gandalf of 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 Cherokee <laughs> Cherokee lore. And he, he comes across you know Spearfinger, and he's like, "You shall not pass." <laughs> and My <just> livers. <laughs> right, they're battling over livers. Well, like, and then Liver King it, is in the battle now too. So yeah, I mean, if you think about it. Um, there's an old, um, there's an old 90s creature feature, uh, remember that actor, uh, Tom something, is it Sizemore? In like all the war movies. Yeah, it sounds Stuff about like right. Stuff like that. Um, pretty, di- pretty good actor, like he was pretty much the same character in most of his war movies, but you know, like Black Hawk Down, Saving Private Ryan, Pearl Harbor, he was in all those. In the mid-90s, he did a movie called Relic. He's young in it. I think I remember that one. And it takes place in the museum, and this totem is, like, messed with, and this ancient creature is released within the museum. And there's, like, 15, 20 people left in the museum when it happens, and it's all locked down. Well, this creature hunts you and, like, bites you in the back of the neck to eat your hypothalamus your fear first yes. it gets you all scared and all frightened and it which makes your hypothalamus even juicier and, and you know and it feeds on that fear and then it eats it that's what it eats obviously it kills you in the process right but could you imagine if there was a creature that went around eating like appendixes <laughs> like you don't need it and it's like, ah, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll just have yeah, a surgeon I'll, give it to you. Yeah, you don't have to. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to devour my innards. Like, I'll just have it cut out and I'll feed it to you. Okay. <laughs> like, where's the creature that's eating things that you don't need Right. <laughs> as a human? Like, I only eat one kidney. Oh, okay. Right. I can have I don't that. Need, I'll yeah. have that. I'll fry it up for you. Um, after healing, or, of course, or, or or one that would be even more beneficial and, and eat cancerous cells. God, I know, right? Like here, or fatty tissue. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Need to lose a few pounds. Here you go. It just sucks it right, right wouldn't off. Wouldn't that be a tapeworm? It would be a tapeworm. Yes, it would be a tapeworm. And, and that actually used to be a, a an actual yeah. form of of weight, weight loss. loss. It still tapeworms. is. It still is. But it's just like very I, very I frowned lose upon. Weight. But, but not like that. I don't want to have to expel something. No. I don't want to put a creature Six times me. taller than me no, whenever it goes you. to... No, no thank you. All right. We'll, let's go back to talking about this scary thing. This as scary opposed thing to, you know, other scary things in the scary world. Scary things that, that could be living in us at any point in time. 
Um, some stories and customs uh, associated with Udlunta, or the spear finger, is that in the autumn, now, this time of year, the Cherokee peoples have traditionally burned brush fires. These brush fires have covered entire mountainsides so that the Cherokee could easily hunt the fallen and roasted chestnuts. Spearfinger, however, is known for being attracted to these fires. In other seasons, Spearfinger searches for the clouds of smoke that rise from the valley, and sometimes she has caught victims when they wandered for a drink at a stream or picked strawberries near the village. Her most dangerous attribute is, of course, deception, appearing harmless and trustworthy, an old frail woman, hiding her identity and powers while luring unsuspecting children, as in the story like we discussed earlier. Sometimes an old woman would approach along the trail where the children were picking strawberries or playing near the village, and would say to them coaxingly, Come, my grandchildren, come to your granny and let granny dress your hair. When some little girl ran up and laid her head on the old woman's lap to be petted and combed, the old witch would gently run her fingers through the child's hair until it went to sleep, when she would be able to stab the little one through the heart or the back of the neck with the long awl finger which she had kept hidden in her robe. Then she would take out the liver and eat it. So you, th- there's another potential... Like going through the the don't. it literally just said through the neck, through yeah, the heart or the back of the neck. Don't trust random old ladies that you come across in the woods. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need help. Then she would take out the liver and eat it. And here's something that's interesting. The Cherokee have traditionally been very cautious about strangers and were suspicious of those who wandered off alone. They could come back as the liver eater in disguise. So that that makes me think of a couple of different things. Because I had recently listened to, every once in a while, just of course for mostly entertainment value, I'll listen to a Joe Rogan podcast. Mm. And some of the guests that he has come on always talking about um, indigenous tribes in like Africa or on like the mm-hmm. the islands in the the tropics and stuff like that the ones that have not uh, um, had any sort of real connection or interaction with non-indigenous peoples mm-hmm. uh, so if like a, a white man were to show up I mean they're just gonna shoot shoot first ask questions later mm-hmm. um, and, and show a lot of hostility if this is also potentially a, a a way that that the Cherokee would at one point, you know, since they had been driven out of their lands and stuff like that, maybe not at this point, but you know, don't trust anything that you don't really know. But the problem with Spearfinger is is supposedly Spearfinger can take the of the shape you know. of someone that you know and what they're saying, they could come back as the liver eater in yeah. disguise. And just take out a whole within the inside family people from within the inside. Oof. There are many tales of her deception, including her trick of turning into her victim, hiding the body, and going into the victim's home to wait until the parents left or the family was asleep to take all of their livers. Parents warned children not to go into the forest alone because Spearfinger waited for them and made sure they knew she would appear as grandmother or their favorite aunt. Hunters, alone in the woods, 
used to see an old woman with a strange hand. She would sing her haunting song that frightened them, and the hunters ran stealthily back to the village. The Cherokee claim that Spearfinger stabs her victims in the back of their neck or through their heart, drawing out their livers. Spearfinger's attack is very quick, and when she steals livers, her long finger does not leave a scar, and victims do not feel the wound. Several days after the unnoticed attack, the victims become ill and die. These sons, wait, they don't die in the action. No. See, I'm picturing, probably thanks to Hollywood. Right. Brutal attacks. Yeah. Oh. But no, this is almost like a... a they were in a, in a, a haze. A piercing... Because they're always in a haze when it happens. Yeah. She puts them at ease. A lull. Like a, a medicine that we're given before surgery. Right. You know. An anesthetic. Like an they're anesthetic, delivered yeah. some sort of anesthetic. And then she just secretly takes their livers and lets them walk out and have a few days to... You're left in a cheesy start. hotel bathtub full yeah, of ice. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, like... Uh, y- yeah. Because it's not just... Like, I get that that's what... That's what Spearfinger survives on. I get that. You gotta do what you gotta do to survive. But it's also kind of petty to let them just walk away and think... Not know that happened and then, like, in a few days they're like, I don't feel good. Right. Your liver's gone. Right, you're not being able to process, like... Like, everything you're eating is actually killing you now. Yeah. Because your liver can't process anything. And at these times... Right. This, I mean, see, and that's era, something that I'm like... When a lot of this is happening with the Cherokee, like, we had so... Like, there were so many things that weren't like, oh, that's poisonous, that's not poisonous, that's, you know, that's processable, that's not... You know, they're just eating stuff that actually today would probably... Actually, they were probably eating stuff that would be great for us today. Unprocessed oh. crap. Yeah. You know... Like we eat, um, we. Uh, but their bodies would have been used to to a lot more of that type of stuff. Yeah. Like their bodies could fight off and process against a lot more mm-hmm. uh, um, different microbes and, mm-hmm. and and things like that. Yeah, they would get sick and stuff, but they had the the natural healing know how. Like, oh, if if I have this, I eat this. How if I th- have this, I drink this. How do you think that they? realized what was happening you think that like a medicine man would like just be like oh let's check the liver but but see the thing about that is is like how do they know what what is a liver yeah like i mean the 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 modern medicine and the naming of were they saying this is all translated and the stories that they're telling are they using a, a cherokee word right and we just said oh that's the liver that's what they're that's maybe it's pulling their soul their soul yeah yeah um but we call it liver right possibly within lost in translation yeah this is this is the essence this is what you know help the 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 part of the body that helps Mm -hmm. control blah 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 they might say your soul we're calling it liver in all of our translations throughout the generation because i mean if if you didn't have something like that yeah you would you would be functional for a period of time but then you would almost a miss immediately start mm-hmm. exhibiting signs of, of why do I always try to look for the, the, the 50, 50 point, point word, word a discombobulation yeah. like uh, you, your Fatigue. senses would start you know acting differently yes. you would, would be 
So you would almost be zombie-like, so you wouldn't have your essence after a period Ooh. of time. You would be like a zombie. That's wild. Huh. Yeah. What a petty thing to do, though. <laughs> it is. It you is. Just send them on. Even during that time, they were, I guess, losing so many villagers and stuff like that. Um... That that they actually decided to to really form a a, a, a full scale offensive against against Spearfinger. Spearfinger. Um, the Cherokee called a great council, including Tomotli, uh, Tenase, Setico, and uh, the Chota towns, which were all haunted by the the uh, the liver eater or or Spearfinger. The medicine man, uh, or men, the Adawahis, explained the Spearfinger's deception and how to attract her. They knew about the finger because they saw her dancing on edges of um, the mountainsides and stuff like that. They just did not know how to kill her, but the medicine man said that they might get lucky. Following the advice of the medicine man, the people set a trap for Spearfinger by digging a pit and covering it with brush. So a simple a simple trap to to be able to catch the the spear finger. Uh, they made a fire with green saplings, which made a vast amount of smoke rise into the air, which you knew that she's attracted mm. to the smoke and stuff like that. And Spearfinger saw the smoke from the Chilhawi Mountain and ran to the village, crushing the ground as she walked. She approached, hiding uh, her tight hand, of course, ducked in uh, hand tight tucked tight into the blanket uh, when she saw or when they saw her as an old woman the hunter hesitated thinking she was one of their own from a neighboring village she called to them for help as she walked but the medicine man knew her trick he then threw his spear first which broke into pieces whenever it hit her and of course the rest of the hunters began to attack seeing through her disguise and her skin of course deflected mm -hmm. the arrows Spearfinger then revealed her covered hand and ran towards the men and fell into the pit. She was unharmed, though, by the stakes and swatted at the arrows as though they were irksome gnats. When she fell into the pit, she slashed her finger in every direction, trying to catch someone and taunted them with her song about eating livers. So they've captured her, and all the time she's down in this pit like, you got me down here, but you're not going to be able to do anything. Basically saying, I'm going to eat all your livers. I'm going to... Uh, oh, uh, like uh, the Deadite in the basement. Yeah. Taunting them. Yeah. Dead by Don, dead by Don. Yep. An evil dead. Uh, you know, fun fact, uh, the Tennessee at the council is why we have our name Tennessee. Oh, yeah. We're named after that town, after that Cherokee Indian town. The Tennessee. That fought Spearfinger. That's right. The volunteers, the first volunteers. The first volunteers. The very first volunteers. The Tennessee volunteers. <laughs> that. That's it. That's Ooh. the end of the episode. We're done. <laughs> no, we're going to keep going. Uh, birds flew down from the sky as celestial beings to aid the Cherokee. A bird called Utsugi, a titmouse, a little bitty bird. Uh, flew to the hunting party and sang un 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 this sounded like unahu which means heart so they aimed for her chest after the arrows failed to kill her they caught and cut off the tongue of the titmouse ever since then people see its short tongue and know it's a liar 
it was not that the bird lied on purpose, but that he simply was not specific enough. After that, the titmouse flew into the sky, returning to the upper didn't, world, and it would never return. It's like, I'm not lying. I just didn't tell you everything. I didn't tell you everything. You did need to go for the heart, but, you know, I just didn't tell you where the heart was. <laughs> then, a chickadee, another little mm-hmm. bitty bird, see uh, Kalikali, which basically what the chickadee sounds yeah, the like. the sound it makes. Uh, finally came and landed on her right hand, the one with the spear, and the hunters viewed that as the omen to shoot for the hand that she kept double-fisted. She became even more upset and scared at this, hitting where, um, hitting her where the wrist and the right hand joined, or some say where the spear finger joined the wrist. They severed her heart. She sank to the ground, and her finger twitched and was still. The curse of spear finger, the liver eater, ended. Stone Man, her other liver-eating friend, heard the victorious cheers and later saw her right hand with the spear on a post beside the village. He considered himself warned, knowing his own weakness. Stone Man shrugged the warning off because no one knew it yet. He continued to sing his song of war, livers, and hunting. Since the chickadees helped, the bird known as the truth teller and taken as a sign when perching near a home that the man away will make it home safely despite her death cherokee storytellers continue to tell the legend of spearfinger and point out the place where her stone structure fell down hmm i think we should take a trip want to go up to nantahala nantahala and see where her stone structure fell down see where if you might be able to see a uh uh, spear-shaped, an obsidian, obsidian-looking, just a blackened, somewhere. yeah. Because that's the other thing. Because, but Stone Man still roaming still around roaming apparently around the Appalachians. And who's to say that this was just an an individual? Yeah, that's the other thing. If it's like Sasquatch, or maybe or this the or the entity, not necessarily that, but like the the spirit of this is able to inhabit another yeah you know like it it just transfers Um, or whatever which is somewhat uh another um urban legend or or myth that we'll we'll get into down the road is uh the wendigo right there's so much belief of like you know the donner party and cannibalism and it's this evil spirit that slowly transforms a person right into this creature so who's to say that there's not just an entity of Spearfinger. Right. That just slowly degrades people and, and wears them down and turns, their turns stone them into an to avatar. A, 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 skin, a stone mm-hmm. skin. And just becomes a new avatar. So it could be. Uh, the the Davy Jones. Yeah. You know, the Dutchman the, has the to Dutchman have a heart. The Dutchman has to have a heart. Yeah. Very much like that. Wow. And that, that a victim could potentially be or like yeah that severed or whatever but if someone picked it up you know would it, would it just like possess them yeah Ooh. like the like the, the spirit more. of the heart stays inside that the, that the obsidian finger the obsidian finger or whatever and then someone picks that up or or cuts himself on it or whatever yeah. and that whole like in this battle that was just one avatar they killed. They severed from the... Right. 
and it killed the, the host. Yeah. Um, but, but is that if, a dormant, you know, is that whatever a dormant host? Is it a dormant like virus or spirit or yeah. entity that lives upon itself, and you pick it up, and it just kind of like uh, venom in Spider-Man or Carnage. Yeah. A symbiote. The symbiote. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. A natural. I, I'm shocked that we don't have, you know, with all the C-list monster movies we have out there. I'm shocked that someone hasn't done a. But I mean, a spear finger. Looking at some of these things, I mean, you've got multiple plenty, references that have been stuff to pull used. From. Yeah, plenty of stuff to pull from to make a pretty decent. Well, I mean, the, the 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 brain suckers from uh, um, Starship Troopers. Yeah. The I mean, the fact that yeah, that the brain bug that yeah. they're going through the skull and sucking I mean, out the brain to get cool the knowledge. I mean, more and Cherokee stories to pull from to make a pretty decent creature feature, um, especially like you know if you set it here in in the Appalachian area where it was made prominent and. Um, Obviously, you know, you'd have to, like, write scripts and, and all that stuff. But I think I think it'd be pretty cool to see a, a Spearfinger horror movie, if done right. Uh, Knoxville Film Festival? Ooh. <laughs> tempting. It's very tempting. I mean, that's something that could relatively be done, or done relatively cheaply. Oh, yeah. Especially if you did almost like I've a... I've been an actor in a few of those movies that are submitted a, to the film festival. We've won some awards with uh, my dear friend Nick Crockett. Might, might yeah. be, that might be a cool outlet. Yeah. Something for the old studios to su- submit. Submit something. To the film fest. Hmm. Pretty Just cool. thinking, you know, like a, 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 a Samara type, mm-hmm. Ooh. you know, uh, uh, look... Okay. To, to Spearfinger in her her natural yeah normal presence and hab you know habitat or whatever, but then change into the the old woman that mm-hmm. has the shawl blanket the to hide the you know type woman. Okay, and then can turn into you know oh she happens upon a, a, a younger female or whatever, and then the the assumes that form and you know because you could have a different almost like a cabin in the woods sort of not nec- not okay. I shouldn't have said cabin in the woods because people think of the movie cabin in the woods but yeah or like you referred to earlier with uh, um, evil dead evil dead you know having something like that it'd be a situation where oh these kids are going to the Smokies to to stay in uh, one mm-hmm. of the rental cabins but this rental cabin is like one of the most secluded rental cabins that that's part of this, you know. Yeah. Somehow a mistake was made and they were given this right crappy run down secluded cabin. Unbeknownst to them, this is the it's not far from the the original last fall place of of Spearfinger. Udlunta. And what the story didn't tell you is that they didn't actually kill it. Right. Or maybe the they find the relic in one of them. Oh, one you of know, them. we're giving away really. <laughs> we're brainstorming on on pivotal air. information here that someone could take. So we're gonna stop talking about that. 
and actually i mean let's go ahead and take it home this has been a a, a fun episode um absolutely and yeah educational episode we went deeper into cherokee lore for Atlanta, and uh it's been great it's been awesome definitely definitely glad to be back in the studio mm-hmm. i prefer it this setting <laughs> for yeah, recording than, than anything else yeah uh for sure uh but glad we were able to make it out to nashville glad we were able to make the contacts that we did um glad to be able to continue to promote mm-hmm. tennessee legend distillery in multiple outlets multiple facets um and if you have any kind of private event coming up that you would like to have tennessee legend distillery be a part of we would love to be a part of your event you can always reach out to us of course through our main email here through the studios link uh, tldtube23 at gmail.com mm-hmm. or feel free to contact us directly through tennessee legend distillery for a private event at contact c-o-n-t-a-c-t contact at tennesseelegend.com and we will definitely get back to you there opie guys thank you for listening you're awesome you're legends be safe out there be kind to yourselves be kind to others cheers to you folks once again we'd like to thank you for joining us for another episode of between two barrels and if you aren't getting enough of that legendary content make sure and head on over to tennesseelegend.com where you can find links to all of our different locations as well as all of our different social media sites and our online swag shop and until next time stay legendary